Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, along with, oh, Steve Gilbert isn't here, but we have Jamie Weisler in with me today. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, presented by Roy Inch and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning and Plumbing, a service experts company, and a six-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, four-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, and a two-time winner of the St. Thomas Elgin Weekly News Reader's Choice Award, and the first-time winner of the Top Choice Award in London. Uh, Presenting sponsor of the London Nights radio broadcast on Global News Radio 980 CFPL. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with with some information on your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But most important, the phone lines are open at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-866. Three five four eight two five five, or you can send an email to inch by inch at serviceexperts.com. So don't wait, give us a call. How's Jamie today? I'm good. Good for a Saturday morning. Kind of springish out there this morning. It is. It's kind of nice. The dog uh, went out, laid down in the snow, <laughs> and was just laying there like it was spring, not yeah. barking at anything. It was kind of nice this morning. You still uh, have snow? We. I still got snow. Wow. I got about. I'd say. Eight inches left in the backyard. Oh, goodness, no. We're, we're down to grass. I might have to cut next week. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't have to that. The riding lawnmower went away, went to get service this week. Oh. So you get now, you know, like I say, you need to get the air conditioning cover Covered, on yeah. early. Riding lawnmower is getting service. Then the push mower will get in and get service. Weed whipper, you know, you got to start thinking spring and get all that stuff looked after. Yes, yeah. So if you're thinking of an air conditioner, Now's the time. Now's the time. Come down and see us at the Lifestyle Home Show. Oh, and you're going to be there today? I'm going to be there. My shift, I think, starts at 3.30 today. So I'll be there from 3.30 to 8, and I'll be there from, I think it's 11.30 to 5 on uh, Sunday. Oh. So pop in and see us. You can't miss us. We can tell you now, but we're wearing uh, cotton candy pink. Ooh. Vests. Sexy. Yes, mm. yes. Everybody, all the little kids seem to like it. So, <laughs> And we're not being called Don Sherry because we're wearing a vest instead a of jacket. a jacket. Right, right. So we've cut the Don Sherry jokes down by like 98%. So it's been been enjoyable. But uh, pop down and see us as soon as you come in the front entrance and you go into the main building. Just hang uh, left and you'll have to put your sunglasses on. You'll see us and we're there working hard. And that's at the Agriplex downtown? It's at the Agriplex at, uh, uh, just, and, uh, it, they're using both the, what I call the arena side and the main building. So they're filled and, and it's, to my surprise, it's not just, uh, home show stuff. There's cars and we got Maserati across oh, from us wow. and, you know, uh, Dale Downey's there. So there's lots, uh, lots of cars if you want to take a look at cars and things like that. And Mike Holmes was there last night. Did you get his autograph? No, I I was trying to get to supper, get something to eat, and I said, like, what's this crowd? What are all these people? Like, get moving. We got to move here. And then he turned around and, hi, how are you doing? Oh, hi, Mike. Oh, all right. <laughs> now I know why everybody's standing here looking at him. But uh, he, he, you know, if you listen to his show, um, when I I went over and listened to the last five or ten minutes. And it's what he says in his show, he's just repeating again there. And it was, you know, we should be using pink wood and mold-free drywall. And, you know, he was just going on. But 
but it's good. I, you know, I don't say I agree with 100% of what he says, but I agree with build it better than code. Oh, absolutely. And do that absolutely. stuff. And, you know, so a lot of that, I, I believe what he's saying is get the word out yep. there. Yes. Um, you know, sometimes when he's bad mouthing other contractors, I go, well, hold it. Yeah. We don't know, you know, what the, what was said and the homeowner said, no, I don't want to do that. Right. And there's lots of that. There's always two sides want. to it. There is. So we want to make sure, but drop down, we got a great winter equipment offer. You know, you can buy a qualifying air conditioner and you get a high efficiency furnace for nineteen ninety nine. So you'll never get a better savings. That's the savings of about $1,700. Oh. So this is kind of the time if you're thinking of buying to make sure and we even have discounts on our rental rates for a furnace, air conditioner, water heaters. Uh, so, you know, drop down, see the gang that will be working there. Audrey, Nathan, and John, I think, are working this shift. So uh, it opens up at 10, drop in and see them. I know there's still some uh, government incentives for the uh, furnace and air conditioning side of it. There is. It's a moving target. Each week we get told different rules. So it's very confusing right now, but uh, the um, Union Gas program is still on so that you can get up to $1,000 if you buy a a, uh, high-efficiency furnace, but you have to do a second something. That can be put in a window, that can be put in a door, that can be put in a high-efficiency water heater. Uh, Air sealing is the question. You Mm -hmm. know, that's a second one. But if you don't qualify, like you do it, you think you did the air sealing and it doesn't pass, okay, now you don't get the $1,000. So that one's kind of a question mark. It's easier to say if you put in that new window there, you'll get it. Or if you put in that new door or insulation or anything like that. So, uh, and then Green On has come out with a program, which looked like it was a really good deal. We were all set to create packages that would get the people about $3,700. Well, sorry, it doesn't apply if you have natural gas to your home. Okay. Hold it. (laughs) But if you have propane or oil, it applies. Yes, but not natural gas. And I'm going, okay, well. That doesn't make sense. Right. So there's that one. I just keep going back and forth and going, don't offer it, offer it, don't offer it because I don't want to say you get $3,700 back and then you don't. Right. And now you're coming to me and saying, are you going to give me $3,700? So at the moment, uh, if people are thinking of a ground source heat pump, that's about a $20,000 rebate from the government. Wow. So. That's significant. Yeah. So that one, I would say, you know, you want to investigate it. If you're talking an air source heat pump. You, there's a lot of boxes you got to check off before you can say you're going to get the $3,700 back. So we were going to put it in at my sister's and we now stopped and we're putting an air conditioner in. Okay. Because it just uh, didn't make sense once they have natural gas. So we were going to put in an, a new natural gas furnace and a heat pump so that they could, depending where the hydro goes and natural gas goes, they could flip it over and use it as a heat pump. Or if a natural gas was cheaper, they could flip it over, use it as a natural gas furnace, but still have an air conditioner. Right. But they had kind of could go either way. Flexibility. But now when that rebate isn't there and the extra money they got to pay for the heat pump, then we're saying, well, it may not be worth it to right. do it. So, so there is rebates, but they're all up in the air. So we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, remember those phone lines are open, so you can give us a call at 
519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Well, that's a great that song. That is a great song, Peter. I don't know who, oh, Peter oh, picked no that song. No wonder you're so happy this yeah. morning. Yeah, our theme today is to be happy, and uh, I pulled off number one with that uh, great song. Excellent. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Gord, who was the uh, event uh, manager here at the Continental Cup from Curling Canada, he wanted to get in on this. Yeah, yeah. He finished last the first mm. time. And how do you do this time? I finished last again, uh-huh. so he gets to pick next week's theme. But uh, he may not last very long mm-hmm. as he keeps finishing in last place. He may just decide he does. he's better at curling than... Uh, Should maybe give him my email. He can, <laughs> I can give him some tips <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> <laughs> How's that gold medal? Hung up someplace? No, shining? I, well, it's in my wife's china cabinet with all her uh, Tiffany stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, now, we did get some emails in, Jamie. You got a yeah, couple there. Yeah, I got one in here uh, from Richard, actually. Uh, wanted to know if there were any thermostats that are voice-activated. Well, what they've started to come out with, and I forget the name, Google has a talking box, yep. and uh, Amazon has one as well, or they're both, but they have started to connect, Ecobee, for example, has started to connect to those. Okay. So that you can talk to it, and the thermostat will will then make the adjustments. But there isn't, that's the only one that I'm aware of, is the Ecobee that has that uh connectivity to it and, uh, and is that all done through bluetooth it is you know so and and you still it you can't just have the thermostat you have to have that talking box as well that uh, <laughs> you know yeah. that's my technology too <laughs> yeah it is and i i laugh when i hear you know it's like when people talk to their phone siri or whatever on yep. their phone and i'm looking i'm going you know how stupid you look as you're talking to your phone here, you know, uh, no. but that's, that's the way it is. So, well, that one actually leads into our, our next one here. We had, uh, uh, Biz sent an email in and wants to know what the difference between a Nest and an Ecobee thermostat is. Yeah. The biggest difference, they're both can sense in a home. And that's the biggest thing that for rebates we were talking about earlier, uh, the thermostat has to be sense sensitive when you're home. So it's got to have an eye in it that can tell. So when I get home from the home show, my thermostat will have set back. But as soon as I walk by it, it says, oh, you're home. Yeah. And it turns on and starts starts yeah. heating up. So both Nest and Ecobee have that. Um, both of them can, you know, set back and they tell you when a filter needs changes. They're all all basically the same. Nest has, you can add cameras, you know, in a baby's room and you can add a lot more things to the Nest. But the Vantage Ecobee has is they have a sensor that can be put into a bedroom or downstairs that, again, it can sense the temperature in that room, uh, not just where the thermostat is. Okay. And it will adjust and make things happen. It will also tell whether you're in that room. Right. So if you're not in that room, it'll say, don't worry about it. There's nobody in here. We don't have to worry about it. But then when you walk in that room, it will say, okay, you're here, you like it 72, it's only 70 down here, but it's 72 upstairs, well, we'll make an adjustment to try to warm this room up. So that'd be an advantage in a larger house where you're not going to be always walking by. I know my thermostat's in our kitchen, which is our main, you know, getway from one side of the house to the other, 
but if we spend a large amount of time downstairs, we haven't walked by that yeah. thermostat in a, in a while, it might not think we're home. Exactly. Or in a kitchen, you can get the cooking heat. Yes. And it's saying, well, your house is warm enough, but now downstairs you're freezing. Right. So with that sensor, it will say, yeah, even though the thermostat says it's good, it's freezing in the basement here. Right. We need to turn it on mm-hmm. and get some heat down That's here. innovative. That's a good idea. Yeah. So it's uh, it's definitely uh, an Ecobee we sell quite quite a lot of because of that benefit. And you can add four, five, six of and those. And does NAST have that as well? They don't at the moment. Mm-hmm. And, but uh, they will. They will if at some point. one does, the other will, yeah, yes. exactly. Um, and, and do any of those thermostats, do they a special installation process or can... No, you're do-it-yourself handyman, Mike Holmes kind of guy, yeah. do that? <laughs> well, the biggest thing is uh, is the number of wires. So a normal thermostat furnace only needs two wires. Most of these thermostats need four or five wires. So we, we can run a new wire if the basement is open. Mm-hmm. So if we can get to where the wire goes up into the wall, we can run a new wire up in there and we can wire it in. They do have modules, I'll call them, that can be put down at the furnace to convert it from a five-wire to a two-wire. I don't like those modules because that's just another thing that can go, go wrong. wrong. Right. And again, a lot of times it's, uh, you know, like you were talking, Bluetooth between the two. So if something gets interrupted, you know, how many times have your phone oh. <laughs> get interrupted at home and yep. people can't hear you? Well, the same thing could happen where the furnace is and that thermostat aren't talking to each other, and now we have issues. So we would say if you're going to install these, the wire's got to be run right to the furnace and hooked up properly, and then they work fine. If you have heat, a furnace and air conditioner, you should have that number of wires run up there, and it's a pretty simple install. They they give you, Ness gives you the screwdriver, it gives you yeah, yeah. on the base plate, it has a level to make sure everything's leveled right. Yeah. So... They try to make it so the homeowner can do it. Yes. Uh, but if you get into trouble, by all means, we can come out and install that and put it on for you. Yeah. Well, I know when I got mine, uh, my they did come with a really easy set of instructions. Even as a transmission guy like me, I was yeah. able to figure it out. So I, yeah. And, and that it, little screwdriver I still have to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so do I. It's in my Just in case. <laughs> but it is definitely, I would say, most of them can be set up or installed. It's the programming of them that sometimes will get people confused, yeah. but a lot of times they're now talking through them. A lot of these thermostats will just lead you along and you're answering questions and then it moves to the next area. So they're getting better to understand that not everybody's a technician and how are they right. going to install it and program it. Yeah. And and I thought what was kind of neat about mine, mine's a, you know, a year or so older one, but uh, I mean, it still connects to the internet. Yep. It, it tells me what the temperature is outside. Now, yep. I guess it's going with in St. Thomas, it's going with the St. Thomas Airport, but right. it still tells me what the temperature is outside. So, yep. thought, well, that's, yeah, I didn't ask it to do that, but nope. it did it anyway. Now you can walk over and instead of, you know, looking at the, the paper, you just look at your thermostat to see yep. what you got to get dressed in today. Yep. So, and it's going to be a nice day today. It is. So it's, Not quite it's, shorts, but soon. No, but there was guys with shorts oh, on I, at the home show, and I I'm going, it. okay. Yeah, well, that <laughs> so, sun felt good yesterday. Yeah. And there was some Pink Panther guy walking around there <laughs> yesterday. Trying to show you guys up, maybe. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was giving out little Pink Panthers to the kids. Oh, so insulation guy. Happy. Yeah. That's what yeah, it been, yeah. So it was good. So we got another question we, there? Yep, actually, this one uh, was from Brian. It, it switched things up here to some plumbing stuff about uh, battery backup, some pump, or the uh, water jet pump system. 
Yeah, and it, it's we installed a few of those this week with yeah. all the rain Oof. we had. Uh, people's systems broke down, and they you know didn't have any backup to help yeah. them. So we replaced a lot of existing sump pumps and then put a backup on it. The water jet we recommend in the city. Right. So if you have municipal water, a water jet will work. Normally, municipal water will have a, a, a generator as a backup at their pumping station. Mm-hmm. So should the hydro ever go out or your sump pump ever breaks, then it uses the water pressure to move the impeller to pump water out. So it works very well in the city. But in the country, you're on a well. Yeah. So if the Power's hydro out. goes out... Your well isn't pumping, a water jet won't work. Not going to work. So you need a battery backup for anybody who's on a well system. And uh, we use a marine battery. Now your challenge is you got to kind of test that battery. Right. You know, it's like my riding lawnmower, when I went to get on it to pull it outside, I thought, okay, this thing's been sitting here for four months and in cold temperature, will it start? Right. And it did, but... You know, you need to check that battery. And you also have to remember it's only going to run as long till that battery dies. Right. So you may have to, you know, if it's a long period of time and that sump pump is pumping all the time, you may have to take the battery out of your car, put it, hook it up, take that marine battery, put it in your car to charge it up. Right. And you may have to keep doing that throughout the time. So that's why we like the water jet in the city. You don't have to do any of that. But if you're in the country, you know, battery backup is definitely the way you got to go. Yeah. Now I know with my, I have battery backup in my house, and uh, and and whenever I know that we're going to have the use of it, uh, I will unplug my electric one, to purposely let it cycle on, and just make sure that it will run, that the float is working, yeah. that the battery does have the juice in it to make it happen, because you don't want to come home and find out that didn't work. No, and that you know we'd say that's a two time or three time a year to work on that. Yeah, and if you do that you know. You should be okay. Yep, that everything's working fine and you feel comfortable. But the people who just install them, it's like a CO detector. Well, I have a CO detector. I'm good. No. Well, no, they're good for three, five, seven years. So you need to check that and make sure it hasn't expired and you need a new one. And I call it false hope. Yes. I put it in so I'm covered. No, you still need to do regular checks. And that's what our plumbing plus does that you can check that. So. And they come in and they'll check that out for you yeah, on the program. So we're going to take a quick break, but those phone lines are open. So you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or Well, that's your song. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Like a taste of yesterday, just spring. It's just around the corner, and we just look forward to that. I'm not a winter person. Winter's good for my business, as it is for yours. But yep. I, uh, I like sandals and shoe and shorts and t-shirts and. Well, I was driving up uh, Springbank and looked across at the Springbank Park and Thames Valley Golf, and I thought pretty soon I won't be able to see that because the trees will have leaves on yep. them and yep. it'll be blocking it. But. Yep. Uh, hopefully soon. And I, now I look 
I'm probably a bad driver this way. I'll admit <laughs> I'm a bad driver. I look around at what's going on. So I'm driving up and I look and I see this extension ladder stuck straight up. And I thought, well, that's kind of weird. And then I look up and I see, oh, it's holding a wire up. And then I thought, okay, those rungs have little grooves on them. Yeah. So as that wire is moving back and forth in the wind, it is getting cut by those grooves. <laughs> and one of these days, that ladder is going to be live and somebody's going to touch it yeah. and get shocked. So an extension ladder is not a good thing, and especially an aluminum one. No. To hold up a wire. No. That, no. Uh, so when they open up one day, I may pull in and just say, you might, you know, recommend getting that fixed with a proper pole before Not you quite know. code? Not quite code. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I may even take a picture for our safety meeting to say, guys, this is in London, not over in some <laughs> other country that is happening. But So if you know whoever owns that property, make sure they get that fixed. Um, now our armchair technician, Richard, uh, text in, Steve's normally here and on this quicker than I am, but Alexa is the voice service on Ecobee. Hmm. So, uh, Alexa, I never knew of a lady named Alexa, so that's why the name wasn't coming. Yeah, up. me either. So, so. Yeah. or Siri, I've never nope. heard of a nope. lady named Siri, so. nope. Nope. but probably there'll be babies named. Oh, those. yes. So yes. We'll see what happens. They sold the rights to that name. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> So we got another question. Yeah, came got a in. couple here. Um, this uh, this one actually is uh, from Dan. I don't think it's from our Dan, but uh, it's, I know that you guys talked about the uh, the self new self cleaning toilet that was out there these days. And uh, this this person wants to know what's the advantage of that new self cleaning toilet, other than my wife doesn't have to clean the toilet. So well, I don't think that's an acceptable answer today. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. It's pretty pretty self explanatory. You don't have to clean the toilet. On the, let's say on the inside. On the inside, yeah. Uh, you still have to clean the outside. But uh, it's just, that's basically what it is, is that it would just keep that toilet cleaner inside as well as all the jets and mm-hmm. everything so you have good flow that will come out and wash everything away. Um, we have that at the home show. If you're out, we can show show you how that works. Now, it's like anything. It's a container full of uh, detergent right. that you need to replace. Right. So this isn't, well, I just, it cleans the toilet. I don't have to do anything. You do have to replace that detergent when, uh, depending how often you use it. And uh, that detergent, um, how eco-friendly is it? And I mean, uh, it's one thing for us in a, in a city environment where we're going to a municipal storm and sewer stuff on uh, uh, a rural property where you're dealing with a um, septic system. Is yeah. it still compatible with that? It is for sure. They they did a lot of uh, looking at that and making sure um, I, you know, in my house, I'd say my upstairs toilet, I probably don't need that, but my downstairs toilet doesn't get used very often. Right. So the water just sits there and, you know, every once in a while, when I look at it, it's got that scum built up and I'm thinking, well, if I had that self cleaning, I'd just press that and it could clean it take and, care and take care of all that. Yeah. And we'd never have an issue. So yeah. there's places for it, you know. I don't want to say it's a gimmick because they really built it strong. American Standard is the brand that did that. Right. But I think it was done, you know, as people are getting elderly in that, this is a way that they yeah. can keep that yeah. clean yeah. and they don't I, have to do a lot of work. Yeah, I never it. thought of that. So. Not just a uh, Valentine's present for your wife. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that'd go over too well. <laughs> Valentine's Day is coming up though, guys. So, yeah, so if you <laughs> order need, ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if you need one, that, that we, we can get it in for you and have it installed while she's not home and you can put a little red bow on it. And But yes, we'll have a hotel room booked for you for that night when you get home. <laughs> so... Um, 
Now, we had one that came in here, and it said, when we use hot water at a kitchen sink, it seems to pulse between hot and cold water coming out. Would this be an issue with our faucet or water heater? It doesn't appear to happen at any other faucet. So as soon as you I hear it doesn't happen at any other faucet, it's not the water heater. No. Because if you got hot water at those other faucets, the water heater's working. And what, pulsating back and forth, if it's a single-handled lever, then it's probably the cartridge. It's got a mixer in there or something. Yep. and it is not working properly. It can be there's an aerator. Uh, so a lot of times people say, I'm not getting any flow. There's not, you know, it used to be powerful. We'll say take that aerator off and wash it out, just reverse it, run some water through it. It will build up with, with lime and stuff like that, stuff out of the hot water heater can flow Scaling. through the pipe. Yep. And so just wash that out, put it back on. A lot of times that solves it. And again, that's a maintenance issue that if, you don't know, pick a day, I'm going to, you know, change my filter, get my humidifier ready, do some plumbing maintenance. Just pick one day every six months that you do that kind of maintenance in the home uh, and look after all that stuff. But, or maybe call uh, Roy Ancient Sons. Yeah, if you don't want to miss a golf game or something, huh? you know, call us. We can do it while you're out golfing, and when you come home, it's all looked after for you. So, uh, And that's Cliff used to say that, my uncle, all the time. He'd say, you know, you can clean your electronic air cleaner, or you can go golfing. What would you rather do? And, and, and you know, and so we, he used that quite often when he was out uh, selling all the time. Uh, anything else on your pages? Well, there's a, a question here from uh, Heidi, and uh, she has a Renai tankless water heater. Once again, too bad Steve's not here. He has some information on that too. But uh, but I've been giving her some problems as late. It's uh, about a 12-year-old model, but it has never had a vinegar flush done. Uh, which I was warned could be a big problem. Uh, and she wants to know what the purpose of the vinegar flush is. Yeah, vinegar vinegar flush is huge. And we, we laugh at Steve because Steve had a new uh, tankless hot water heater put in and he never did any maintenance on it for three years. Mm-hmm. And then his wife yelled <laughs> because she was having a cold shower yeah. uh, because the water heater is shut down and the inside of the heat exchanger was plugged. So what the vinegar flush does is remove everything out of the heat exchanger so the transfer of heat to the water can happen it's very direct, quickly. Right. Um, so 12 years old, starting to have problems, it's probably starting to get plugged really bad and it's cutting off. Uh, and then, you know, you don't have hot water, then it comes back on and then cuts off. So she really needs that vinegar flush done, but she's probably not a 45-minute vinegar flush. She could be an hour and a half. Okay. Because if she hasn't had it done, we may have to flush it, then have to put in new vinegar again to flush it again again because it will be so black and and dirt and everything that will come out of that. And the the vinegar is caustic enough that it will attack that stuff but not attack the heat exchanger itself. That's right. Now, if we left it in there, it would. It would. Eventually. So after we're done the vinegar flush, we do a flush of water through to make sure we get it all out. Um, but and it's just ordinary white vinegar, so it's it's you know we buy it at uh, Best Buy or No Frills or places like that uh, all the time. But it, I can tell when people haven't done it because we give them about six liters uh, of it or mm-hmm. gallons of it. And then they come back and they say, I need more. And I go, what do you need? And they show me and it's just black. And nope. I go, okay, you've done somebody who hasn't been doing this every year right. and it's just covered it. So so definitely she needs to get that done. 
uh, and, and sooner than later, because if it's acting up one of these days, it's going to totally shut down. Right. So hope that helps, uh, helps you with some information on that. And the tankless water heaters are something that's becoming more common in houses today. It is. And, and I would say it's the most popular thing we talked about at the home show. And what about night. the new houses? Is that, is it primarily going to a tankless or is it, I know a lot of times in new houses, it's all cost and, you know, here's the limit. So you get base, 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 yeah. base, base. And I know that, uh, the, these heaters or this water heater system is a little bit more money than your basic 40 gallon tank in the basement. Yeah. And, and it, I'd say there's two ways on new homes. Sometimes the home builders are, are higher end and mm-hmm. they're putting them in. Other times it's an option on the option sheet. Right. You can have a tank water heater or a tankless. And if when it's an option, I'd say it's 25 to 30% of the time people are going with tankless. But the advantage is it gains you a lot of floor space. Right. You know, that's what I say to people. Picture, if you didn't have that tank sitting there, could you move a wall or could you make that a closet or could that be a bathroom down there? Right. So that's what I see advantages. Number one is my hot water heater at home right now. It's a tankless isn't heating. Somebody with a tank that's not at home, it's going on and off trying oh, no. to keep right. all that water hot. So there's benefits that way, but but also mine, I moved it from one side of my house to the other side of my house and put it on a wall in with my furnace room and everything, and I didn't lose any space, and I gained a closet where now I put all my Christmas decorations. Perfect. So, I mean, there's lots of benefits that way. And, and do you guys do a cost evaluation difference between the two? We do, but it will never pay the difference. No. You know, people say, well, am I going to save? Well, no, you're not going to save thousands of dollars. You may save $200 a year, but you're not going to save thousands. And it's about double the price of a tank water heater. Okay. But over a course of the lifetime, it's going to pay for itself and the difference, all right? It will, but you have to have that maintenance done. So I'm going to save 200, but I'm going to spend 120 doing a maintenance. So now I'm saving $80 a year. So it takes, you know, 15, 20 right. years before you'll get that savings to offset it. So, well, we're going to take another quick break. Time's flying. So you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. I would have let that play longer, but that's Steve's that's song. Steve's song, so, so yeah. you know, he's not here. We'll just cut him yeah. off. Money, money can't make you happy. Well, I think that's Steve. That's probably, a, you know, Steve's looking for a raise or something, maybe. <laughs> and that's just kind of a shot at me uh, for money. And never thought it. of that, yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, Steve, you're not here. <laughs> I was going to give you a raise, but you didn't come in today. So, that's just. Hmm. And our last song that will be played at the end of the show, which was picked by The Office and Nicole, was The Lazy Song. Bruno Mars, I play that once in a while to the my installers and yeah. techs. And, you know, when they show up late for meetings, yeah. I just put that yeah. song on. Nothing else has to yeah. be said. Yeah, so. they get the drift. Yeah. So, um, now we have a question here that says, uh, "Are there any preventive measures to do with all the upcoming rain 
And you talked about one that you do by unplugging your yep. sump pump and making sure your battery backup yep. system works. But we always talk about if there's a lot of rain coming to make sure that you are uh, checking and doing things and, and making sure that sump pump has, is up and running and working right. So it's definitely something you should do. You know, now that we're down to grass, make sure that those, uh, your drain spouts and everything are hooked on and away from your house. Cause when that water hits the ground, it's not going into the nope. ground. So we want to make sure those are, are put away or are forced away from the house. Um, there's not much to do with the furnace and air conditioner with rain. No. Uh, I mean, as long as you have your winter cover on, yeah. <laughs> you know, we talk about that, but have that winter cover on to protect that air conditioner. Um, that, that's, that's about the only thing you can do there, but making sure those sump pumps work, that's a big deal. And, and this day with the insurance companies too, and water is the single biggest um, cost to insurance claims these days. And we both know some insurance people and we've heard this story time and time again. Uh, you leave your house for 48 hours, you have to have somebody in your house and check it and documented that they were in your house and checked it. And your sump pump is part of that, that, uh, that process, they need to make sure that it's, it's working. And Alexis isn't the person. No. You can't say, Alexis, no. is there water in the basement? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you need yeah. to have a, a yeah. human being yeah. in there and taking yeah. a look at it. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, I I laugh, you know, I, I can look at my thermostat and adjust the temperature for the dog because the dog's in the basement when I go to work. And, but it's every once in a while I think, well, if that water, if I had a tank water heater and it let go, I now got boiling water going over that floor yeah. and I got a dog down there. Yeah. How would I ever know? Now I've got a tankless, so I don't worry about that. Yeah. But, you know, I had moved into a house, had just taken it over, was uh, spending three weeks kind of painting and everything. And I had painted the basement floor the night mm-hmm. before. Went back to my other house to sleep, come in and I look down and I say, wow, did I ever do a great job (laughs) at shining? It looks great. And then I stepped down and Uh, felt the water and uh, went, oh no, now I got hot water on a new painted floor. I had to scrape the whole floor and repaint it again because the water heater let go and no sign. Like Mm. I was painting around it and there was no water and it just let go at night. So, uh, definitely you need to have somebody in there to check those out and. Now, does uh, Nast or EcoB have um, a sensor that goes along with your sump pump that can tell you if the water level is higher than it should be and give you an alert that way? Like I know they got cold weather alerts in your house, right? They can. They have sensors that you can put that when the water gets to the sensor, it will then alarm and let you know at that point. Like through there's, your phone? Yes. Okay. So there's nothing that you can put in the sump pit, but just outside the pit, you could put this down on the floor and if water came to it, it, it would, would know. It would know. Now, where are you? Yeah, you're too far away probably by the time you get home. <laughs> That's right. You know, unless it, it's, you know, you're there, you can now react to it. But what we always say is on the battery backup or water jet backup, if you put a, an alarm on it so that if it goes on, a buzzer will buzz or a bell will ring, then you at least know something's going on because your pump could fail the battery backup or water jet backup takes, cuts in and takes over and you don't know. Yeah. And now it, you know, instead of constant failure. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the water jet burns out because it's been running all the time. So you need to somehow be able to know when that kicked in for a reason other than hydro failure or 
or something like that, an ice storm. But uh, if we've we curled the um, St. Thomas Curling Club and they have two down in a pit that they have to work or there's a flood and there's no alarm. So oh. we always say, you know, you need to put a lawn on. We're good. We'll know. Well, they always call us, say, yeah, we need a sump pump. And we go there and they need two. Oh, cause because one burned they, out. the one had burned out and then the second one was running all the time and it fi- it burned out. And now that's when they found mm-hmm. out where if there was an alarm there, the alarm would let them know that the first one failed. Now you get that fixed and you're not replacing two, you're just replacing one. Now, I, I know it's part of your sales. You get to replace two sump pumps at the same time, but maybe the next one could include an alarm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These we, new models have yeah, alarms in them now. Yeah. <laughs> we bring it up <laughs> every time. We say, you know, you might want to put an alarm on this. Oh, no, we're good. But And then we come back and, you know, a year later or two years later, put two more in. And so, but you're right. Maybe it automatically yes. will come with the an new alarm models, the next yeah. time. <laughs> So we'll see what happens. So what's going on in the transmission business? Has it's, it been a good uh, season for you? This weather has, uh, like I said, I'm not a winter fan, but this cold weather has been uh, uh, high failure rates on, on vehicles this, this year. It's been hard on vehicles for lots of things. Now, you got to give a plug for your... Uh, Elgin Transmission, Sunny St. Thomas. Yeah. Yep. And you've been in business for... 21 years, just passed an anniversary here again. Congratulations. So, yeah, yeah. That's great. Feels good. It's... Uh, Beautiful store, new lighting. Yeah, no, I'm working on the new lighting. We're getting there. It's uh, it's another one of those uh, energy retrofits from the government, but it's a good idea. It's uh, it does have a payback over a period of time that you can see. Yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah, and it's better for the environment. All those things. We try to be as environmentally friendly as we can. I mean, we're all stewards of this planet, so we got to do what we can to keep our you know going forward. Um. Well, we put in some LED lighting, not because we're trying to save energy, because we're trying to stop break-ins. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we and I can't believe the yeah. difference the, in light. The technology that, has come a long way. Yeah, it really has. Yeah. And, and how far they shoot, and, and it's a lot better. I look at the old lighting, and I'm going, geez, there isn't any, any light there yeah. compared yeah, like to the glow. new one. Yeah, so at <laughs> yeah. some point, but. Yeah. But, yeah, and, and the same thing has to hold true for your business, too. I mean, this cold weather pushes things to the limit. And then you get a day where, like yesterday, where it's six or seven degrees out, and the furnace doesn't know what to do. You yeah. know, sunshine yeah. in the house, the house warm by itself. And but. No, it's uh, it's been a good, we've had a good winter. And, you know, even this break is nice to give the guys a little bit of a break because yeah. they've been working hard. And yeah. uh, we do a lot of training and send them to apprenticeship school at this time of year. That's perfect. So we have less guys on. So we always worry whether they're going to get burned out yeah. if it's uh, too cold. See, for me and in, in my, my business, just like yours, I'm sure that um, I look at these hard times where, you know, things are pushed to the limit. What's the best product that we have now? Are, are the things that we've been doing, are my customers that I've been selling that upgraded piece for, is, is this the time where it's really showing that this was the good call? This was the right thing? Because um, there's always A, B, and C grade products out there. Yeah. We always try to use A. I mean, financially, maybe it's not always the, the, the way of choice, but that's the best choice. Sometimes B, and same thing with furnaces too, right? Oh, I exactly. mean, furnace has to work extra hard. That's when it shows its deficiencies, right? Yeah. Our guys, I mean, now they have to take pictures of every cracked heat exchanger and send it to me mm-hmm. so that I'm double checking to make sure that we're doing the right thing. And it's unbelievable, the same model, the same brand. I'm seeing over and right. over and cracked in the same place. And I'm right. going, okay, manufacturers, I'm seeing this. Yep. You know, you should be, be a wide scale thing too. Yeah. Right. They, they've got to know that they didn't manufacture right. it very well. 
And that makes it better for you to be able to sell your customers next time around to know that this is the reports that we've had. This is the field stuff that we've seen. We know that this is the best way to go. These are the units that we've used. No failures. These ones we used had failures. Yeah, so. exactly. Well, we thank you very much for uh, listening this morning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373 or always at 1-866-EXPERTS or you can book online at royinch.com. Thanks, Jamie, very much for coming in this morning. You can listen to a podcast of this show or any of the shows at royinch.com by hitting the inch-by-inch button on the homepage. And as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. By the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. Today I don't feel like doing anything I just want to lay in my bed Don't feel like picking up my phone So leave a message at the tone Cause today I swear I'm not doing